1: This is Hollywood Casino's On The
2: Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Here are your hosts, Dave Biddle and Scotty Vegas. Welcome to On The Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas,
3: Caleb Blake at the controls tonight on a Wednesday. Now, we have to talk about some Ohio State basketball, but the good thing is we'll also talk about Ohio State football.
4: Okay. so that'll That I can do.
3: To me, that'll more than make up for it. But let's start with Ohio State basketball. And uh, let's start with my good friend, Scotty Vegas. How are you doing this evening?
4: I'm good, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. You know, last night was another night where we sat down and kind of went into it thinking, how in the world is this Buckeye basketball team only a three point underdog to Illinois? Because I I always try, as far as handicapping, I always try and guess a line before it comes out. You and I kind of like playing that game during football season where it It'll be our Sunday morning show. And we like to kind of guess at what the line's going to be before it comes out. And I do that with basketball as well. And I assumed that Ohio state was going to be an eight to 10 point underdog yesterday at home against Illinois. And so when it came out, I saw it at two and a half and then it got up to three. I was like, what is going on here? I thought for a second, oh, maybe Shannon is out. You know, he's had the off-court issues. Maybe there's a suspension happening again or whatever. No, Illinois was was full strength. And uh, basically, that was one of those situations where the sportsbook gave you a gift last night. And, of course, Ohio State did not rise up to the occasion. They have now failed to cover the spread in nine of their last ten games, and they lose six of their last seven outright.
3: Even though it's easy to say, like you know, money is money. Like I'm not going to feel bad about anything. Like initially, like you know, I don't know what, what. Five years ago, I would feel bad saying I bet against Ohio State basketball. You know, I bet against my team. Yeah. You know, I don't feel that way anymore. And like it's not against Ohio State. It's like the sports books don't care when they take money from me. No. If I see, as you said, I saw that, and and there's proof. We have receipts on Bucknuts. People were. I put a story out there about like it was a two point five point spread and they had the win probability for ohio state was like 33 percent, and then we had like a long thread about it and i was like i have no idea how this is two and a half i said i thought it would be seven and a half you took it one step further you thought it would be eight or ten
4: eight to ten and that's it, exactly so, what yeah, i was thinking so don't
3: feel bad my point is don't feel bad we always talk about go with what you know there's gonna be times that your team is an underdog when they shouldn't be Then jump on that, pounce on that. There is gonna be times when people like don't know your team as well as you do. Do things like, yeah, they're only a two and a half point favorite against Illinois. I had when I saw that, I was like, is everything okay with Shannon? Did he get in trouble again or something? Like I was like, check. I literally was checking. I am like, all of Illinois' players are playing. There is no way they're only gonna win by yeah. That was the two. (laughs) Like they're gonna like smoke them. Ohio State making it twelve, I probably would have bet that it would have been like fifteen actually.
4: Yeah, I, it was it was it was a surprising line for sure. And look, it played out how we thought it would. Ohio State stayed in it early, and then at the end of the first half, it's like a movie script, right? You can we all know this movie because it's been happening time after time after time after time, where Ohio State stays in the game, has a bad run at the end of the first half, gets behind, tries to play a little catch up in the second half, can't do it, and loses the game. I mean that's been the story. Uh, over the last, actually, over the last two years, there's been, there's two different scripts. One where they blow or or they, they have a bad end of the first half, go in and can't catch up in the second half. Or the second script, the other movie that you could go to is where they get a big lead and blow that big lead in the middle of the game. There's two different movies. It just depends on which movie you're going to see that day. Uh, yesterday we saw the movie where they were, Uh, staying in it for a while, and then the last two minutes they they blew it in the end of first half, and then they couldn't catch back up. So uh, Gene Smith had a tweet
3: during the game last night that did not go over well with Ohio State fans. What was the tweet exactly? I'm going to read some replies. We're both going to you like tell the people about the tweet, and I'm going to start reading some replies. When you first suggested we should read the replies, I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm like, there's no way because it'll be like prof. These are, there's no profanity, but it's still funny. Okay, so the the tweet was Gene and President Carter, meaning you know, Ohio State President Ted Carter, Admiral Carter, who I love. I think he's a great hire for Ohio State. I thought that was a great hire. And Gene's giving a little thumbs up, puts a tweet out there saying, what, Scotty Vegas?
4: It says, Ohio President and I supporting Ohio State hoops, hashtag go Bucks. And it's got uh, both uh, President Carter and Gene Smith in a suite with their thumbs up. You know, just looking at the camera, big thumbs up. And uh, you know how the game was going, and you knew exactly the kind of responses that were coming, Dave. Let's start it out. What are some of those that you saw? The very first
3: reply, quote, how's the atmosphere in our half half empty arena against a top 10 team? Hashtag fire Holtman. Yeah. The very next one. This is all your fault, Gene. You gave Holtman an extension when he didn't deserve one. Now you made the program a dumpster fire. Good job, Gene.
4: Yep. We got, uh, are you the only two there? Referencing the, uh, <laughs> that might be my favorite. Uh, yeah. I know. I know. Are, you, are you guys <laughs> the only two there? Um, yeah. And then, you know, it, basically it was, it was a board full. It ended up being like 150 different comments. Holtman setting Ohio State hoops back three years. Every year you let him stay. What's there to smile about? Maybe fire the coach while you're in the suite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just went on and on and on. Um, bring Scoony home. That's another one. So yeah, it was it was a brutal tweet, and uh, it just the timing of it, the fact that President Carter and Gene Smith were in the suite witnessing basically Ohio State basketball in shambles.
3: Yeah, that's not funny. But these tweets are funny though. Here's another one. We have a tweet to Gene Smith it says, "Leave the box so it looks like there are more seats that are filled." <laughs> There's another one that says, Congrats! Worst team in the Big Ten. How can you consider this anything other than an embarrassment?
4: You can't. You can't. Now, Look, I hate to laugh at this, right? I hate this because, you know, Dave, I, I'm passionate about OSU hoops. You're passionate about OSU hoops. You've been a fan since uh, basically Jim Jackson and Chris Gent in, in the early 90s. I'm passionate. I was season ticket holder starting in 1998 for a very, very long time until recently when I had to give them up because of the frustration and the blood pressure that was rising because <laughs> of me sitting in the stands being very angry. It, was just, no. it had nothing to do <laughs> no. with
3: money it was just like forget this
4: yeah so now here's the deal and i know we got to take a break in just a second but is it a, do you believe that this will be the end of chris holtman and his time at ohio state and then also i want to get into the awkwardness as far as the transition with gene smith leaving and ross bjork coming and the, and how uh that decision will be made that that because to me the logistics of it are a little tricky this year
3: I do think this is Holtman's last season. And like, I think we're going to make too much of the fact that Bjork doesn't technically take over until July 1st. He is going to be taking over. Ted Carter is who hired him. And Gene, before Ted got there, was the one who hired Holtman and then extended him. So I think, you know, (laughs) they might say this or that, but it's going to be Bjork and probably more so Ted Carter and the boosters call. So, I do think this is going to be Holtman's last year. I think they're going to make a move. Is Gene going to have to be the one that technically pulls the plug? Yes, because he's technically still going to be the AD. I don't think it will necessarily be be his call. Um, but uh, if you're an Ohio State fan and you're worried about that, because I, I initially was worried about that as well. It's like, well, Gene hired him, gave him the extension, and will be here until June 30th. But the more I think about it, I mean, you know, Bjork and Ted Carter are going to make this call along with the boosters. So I think Holtman will... Be done after this season, they will find a new coach, and we'll talk more later about who we think that new coach is going to be. Up next, though, we're going to talk some Super Bowl betting. That's coming up next on the money.
1: More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money.
2: Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling.
5: Coming up on ONN for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger.
6: Casinos on the money money.
2: presented by Ohio for responsible gambling from O.N.N.
4: Uh, It's party hour tonight on on the money. We're having a good time. We're going to now talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. And speaking of parties, we're throwing a little party out at Hollywood Casino Columbus. For the big game, join us. We're going to be doing a show live from the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino. And that'll be from 3 to 5 p.m., leading you right into the game. And then enjoy the game with us because we're going to be doing a watch party for the game. And gosh, Dave, I was purchasing prizes for that watch party this afternoon and we got some good stuff. I bought a big squares board. So we're going to have everybody at the casino kind of fill out their squares and we're going to do like a first touchdown contest and a props contest. So make sure you join us out at Hollywood casino, Columbus again, that's super bowl Sunday. February eleventh, and our show starts at three. So that is going to be a blast. Come out early. We're talking. To, we've been planning this little party for a while. We're planning on going out there a little bit early, maybe uh, enjoying that steak that we like there at the sports book. But can't wait for that, Dave.
3: No doubt about it. And seriously, get there like for the start of our show at three. That way, you're assured to get a table in the sports book. Yeah, I mean the game starts a little after six. So again, like Scotty said, live on the money three to five. Hollywood Casino Sports book and then uh, we're gonna do a watch party after that so get there at three o'clock. Or earlier, get your seat, make sure that's because it's going to be standing room only well before the game
4: begins. Well, and one of my favorite things actually about Super Bowl Sunday is the Waste Management Open. The golf tournament is coming down to the end right before the end of the Super Bowl. Oh, You and your
3: brother was so that you guys were so into that last year. Scotty Scheffler, I remember you guys had some money on him. Scotty Scheffler. Yes, I remember well. And I ended
4: up winning that bet, which I parlayed with the Chiefs last year. So, yeah, it made for a fun afternoon. You don't have to get there. You don't wait till game time of the Super Bowl to get there. You get there early for on the money at three. All right, let's talk Super Bowl and specifically betting. There have been 57 Super Bowls in NFL history. The favorite is 35 and 21 straight up. There was one. Pick'em game that was actually the 49ers and the Bengals Super Bowl Uh, the favorite is actually 25 28 and 3 against the spread and the straight up winner as uh, against the spread so uh, again 25 and 28 for the favorite The 49ers come in as a very, very small favorite. So when that line initially came out, Dave, with uh, ESPN bet and our friends at Hollywood Casino, initially that bet was two and a half right away. It got bet down. It got down to one and it's kind of been hovering between one and two and a half uh, throughout this week. So that is your initial Super Bowl line. Are you surprised that the 49ers are favored over Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs?
3: I'm not surprised. I mean, I think we said on the show before all of this happened on Sunday, we said, you know, if this was the matchup that the 49ers would be slightly favored, but like then you see the teams play and the 49ers frankly, I mean, they have not looked good in either of their playoff games. Now maybe now they're going to put it all together, but um I'll say this, Scotty, I'm going to like focus on player props cuz I do not have a good feel for um like who's going to win this game. I have a couple of future bets that I got like when it was 49ers plus 240. Plus two twenty, 220, plus two twenty five. I got three different ones on the forty nine ers. So um, I'm just going to stick with those. I'm not going to cash those out. That's good value. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at player props. You know, guys like uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what it says for like Isaiah Pacheco for rushing yards. He's been so good in the playoffs last year and this year. So and maybe it'll be like overcompensated. You know, where uh, maybe you need to go to the under. But he's been so good. So I'll probably focus on player props and things like you know first half lines. First quarter lines just to keep things interesting throughout the game. But um I think the 49ers will win if I had to bet. But, man, I don't know. They have not looked good so far in the playoffs.
4: I know. I hate. You and I have talked about this over the last couple of weeks because Ryan Baker, our, our, our usual producer, usually says that uh, he basically said throughout every week of these playoffs that Anybody who's betting against Patrick Mahomes is an idiot, <laughs> like, and he's called us idiots because both times against the Bills and the Ravens, we thought that Mahomes was going down, and the guy just keeps finding ways to win. Now, one of the prop bets that's out there, Dave, that I've found interesting, I always like to look at the MVP odds. Now we know the 49ers are the favorite in the game, but Patrick Mahomes is the Super Bowl MVP favorite at plus 130. You got Brock Purdy plus 225, Christian McCaffrey plus 450, and then Travis Kelsey 15 to 1, Debo Samuel 20 to 1. Now since 1998, 16 quarterbacks have been the winner of the Super Bowl MVP five wide receivers, zero running backs. Do you hmm. like any of the value? Maybe Christian McCaffrey, Maybe uh, if the 49ers are able to get it done.
3: Well, I just realized after I said I would, if I had to bet, I'd pick the 49ers. Am I really going to bet on Brock Purdy beating Patrick Mahomes? That seems like a terrible idea. That seems like something you shouldn't do as a human or anybody with a brain or anything. Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's tough. I, I, and as I said that, I'm like, if the 49ers win, though, which they're favored to win. Chances are Brock Purdy will be MVP because he's the quarterback. So chances I, I, are, so, sure. Well, that's what I mean. You're talking about value. Like plus two twenty-five on Purdy seems like value to me. Okay, it just seems like value. But then again, the more I think about it, like as far as the game itself, like Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the NFL. Like, you know, going to be go down as one of the best quarterbacks ever. Might be the best ever. Will definitely go down as one of the best ever against Brock Purdy. We're all, were like, oh, what a great story, but he's not looked, you know, he's looked more like Mr. Irrelevant than he has, like, franchise quarterback. Uh, I, I, he's still, I, I disagree with you I, I'm, I'm being a little hyperbolic there. I mean, he's had, he's made some nice runs, you know, like, I, I like Brock Purdy, but I think we were a little, maybe too quick to crown him again. Like, it's, it's tough. But to answer your question, I think Purdy plus 225 is good value because if the 49ers win, it's probably going to be the quarterback that's MVP and plus 225. Plus 225 seems like good value to me.
4: I like the value on McCaffrey at plus 450, despite the fact that I told you running backs barely ever win the MVP award. This isn't your normal running back. All right, when we come back, Dave and Caleb had the chance to interview Caleb Downs, Will Howard, Quinchon Judkins, all those Buckeyes. I want to hear about their first impressions of these new guys. You're going to hear that next on On the Money.
1: This is Hollywood Casino's On the Money. On the Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling from ONN.
1: Hey folks, it's game day and the betting's gonna be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave. But a good pre-game routine keeps betting responsible. That's right. You got to pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play. To set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to
5: stop. Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org.
0: Ohio has over 920,000 diabetics. If you are a diabetic, take a step in the right direction by having your feet checked routinely by a podiatric physician, the most qualified doctors to care for your feet. Adding a podiatrist to your healthcare team can help you better manage the effects of diabetes on your feet. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state. For more information or to find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Do you want a job that is flexible, secure, and fun? It also offers excellent pay and is ranked as one of the best jobs in America, too. I'm talking about being a dental hygienist. And all you have to do is complete a two-year program after high school. Visit ODA.org to learn more and to start helping people love their smile. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association.
1: The Fan, The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. You're listening to Hollywood Casinos on the Money, on the Money,
2: presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
1: on
3: ONN. What? A massively impressive group of transfers that Ryan Day, Mark Pantone, and the Buckeyes were able to bring to Columbus. And we got to talk to all five of them yesterday. You say five, not six? Yeah, I mean, they consider Julian San, the true freshman quarterback, part of their 2024 recruiting class. I know the recruiting sites, including 24-7 Sports, consider him a transfer, which he technically is. He was he enrolled at Alabama. He was there for a couple weeks, and they transferred to Ohio State. But we got a chance to meet Caleb Downs. I've been referring to him as a future superstar. He's like a current superstar. This young man (laughs) was the number one safety in the country, and then as a true freshman at Alabama, leads the Crimson Tide in tackles with 107, returns a punt for a touchdown. And he is wise beyond his years. He's a grown man. And Will Howard, it was great meeting him. He's another guy, very mature, as you would expect from a fifth-year senior, with a lot of starts under his belt. Quinshawn Judkins, he's a guy that I had not heard speak very much, running back from Ole Miss. I'm thinking Ole Miss fans might have been a little salty about him leaving. There was a lot of talk on message boards about, oh, yeah, he's not this and that. It's like, to me, Judkins is another guy extremely impressive. Seth McLaughlin, center from Alabama, another guy extremely impressive. And he's got, like, that center, like, you know, like, that. the good center seems to be like characters, yep. you know? You know, you get a little Jason Kelsey, a little Ted Karras in him. you know what I mean? A little Nick Mangold, he's got that in him. I like the transfer from OU as well, the um, – the the tight end, Will Casmerick. He's a guy that's a big boy. But let's start with Caleb Downs. This young man could not be more impressive. Could not be more impressive on the field than you, you talked to him yesterday, and Caleb Blake was there as well. And, and he can give his thoughts. But um I was blown away, Scotty, and I had heard him talk before, but like he's he's confident yet extremely humble. Like he says things that are just matter of fact. Like if you just read the words, you'd think, oh, he's very braggadocious. Oh, like he's cocky. It's just the way he says it, it's like very matter of fact and it's like he still says it in a humble way. It's hard to explain, but um, Buckeye fans are going to love this young man and he's going to make a heck of a tandem with Lathan Ransom and then you got Denzel Burke, Davis and Binosin, Jordan Hancock. This is going to rival the 1996 secondary with Antoine Winfield and Sean Springs and Ty Howard and Damon Moore and Rob Kelly is the best I've seen.
4: It's wild, right? I mean, you look across the board, and I can't wait to talk to Caleb about it, too, because as soon as I walked into the studio tonight, Caleb was talking about just how basically how awesome Caleb Downs was in his interviews and and how mature he was and how mature Will Howard was as well. Now to me, the the headliner for me as far as the interviews was Quinshawn Judkins. Because you're right. There were a lot of people that uh, crossed on Twitter and message boards put out there that he was a little bit of a selfish player, that the teammates didn't love him. But man, everything that he said yesterday and talking about you know coming here for a mission to try for the good to try win a national championship with Travion and sharing time and everything that he said was just exactly what you want to would want to hear and Caleb I want to get your impression because I know that you were all in on Caleb Downs and talking to him oh yeah I mean all the guys were super super impressive
8: yesterday um Downs especially I mean had had to know what to expect I mean he's his namesake is Caleb I mean I had to know we're dealing with the best no I'm I'm kidding but um (laughs) no yeah he just Talked the talk and it was every bit of a star, like you were saying, basically, Dave. Like I don't know, I I really believe that he's he's going to be very special at, at OSU. And yeah, like you guys also touched on, like Quinshawn Judkins was a guy who I really didn't know much about going into it. Um, just you know, heard watch a few highlights from from Ole Miss, but he was extremely well spoken and impressive. Well, Howard was impressive. You know, a guy coming from Kansas State, like you said, a lot of experience and. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what these guys do because it also just sounded like they're just bought into the culture. Like, I feel like everyone at least had something to say about culture yesterday. Um, and, you know, hopefully the guys can build on this momentum as we go into next year.
3: Caleb Downs is going to be a, an immediate superstar here. And um, I don't say that lightly because, you know, it's easy to say, oh, this guy, you know, has these traits and he was ranked this high. It's not just his ranking and how he comes across when you talk to him. Watch the film at Alabama, and he's a true freshman leading the Crimson Tide. Was this the best Saban team that they've had? Of course not. They were still a playoff team. And a true freshman safety leads them in tackles with 107, returns a punt for a touchdown. And what do they say, Scotty? These players usually make their biggest jump from freshman to sophomore year. Oh, boy. And we've seen it at Ohio State. Look at the 2014 National Championship team. That team, the crux of that team were sophomores. Joey Bosa, Ezekiel Elliott, on and on and on and on. Caleb Downs is going to have a huge year. We're going to do this or that next, but instead, we're going to push this or that later in the show. We're going to talk more about Ohio State football because I want to talk about Will Howard. I want to talk more about Quinshawn Judkins and Caleb Downs and Seth McLaughlin and Will Kazmarek. That's coming up next on The Money.
1: More of Hollywood casinos on The Money. On The Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Coming
1: up on ONN.
6: Yeah. Now back to
1: Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money.
2: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling from ONN. Welcome back to
4: On the Money. We're gonna continue this segment talking college football, because that's what we all love around here. Ohio State is plus 425 in the Hollywood Casino Sportsbook that to win it all next year. That's second to Georgia at plus 360. When the initial odds came out for the 25 national championship, Ohio State was seven to one. So all these offseason moves have moved Ohio State to plus 425. That is the second best odds to win the national championship for next year. Now, late break, late breaking college football news today was that Jeff Halfley left as the head coach of Boston College for an NFL coordinator position. Okay. And why is that important as far as college football goes is we know now in the college landscape. When a head coach leaves, that opens up a potential 30-day transfer portal. And I'll tell you, I spent 45 minutes as soon as I saw the halfley news. I immediately started looking up Boston College ros- Boston College's roster to see, uh, do they have any offensive linemen that might be interested in transferring? And it turns out Boston College actually had some really good offensive linemen last year, including a guy who was projected to go in the first round of the NFL draft this year, but he is leaving, so he's irrelevant to Buckeye fans, but there are a couple other names out there, including Ozzy Terpilo, who I found, who is 6'8", 311 pounds. He's from the Boston area. And remember, there's connections with Ohio State and Boston College. Deep Ryan Day, connections. Very deep. So Obviously, we know the halfway connection. The fact that he was at Ohio State. We know that Ryan Day was at Boston College, so there are connections Twice. there. Yeah,
3: Ryan Day had two different stints and, at Boston College.
4: And so now, Dave, you see a coach leave, and for me, it means check out their roster, and I'm sure that's what it means for the Ohio State coaches as well, because because I, you know this is a, a a position of need still probably the offensive line and there might be some guys out there that they might be interested in and i have it on good authority they're at least looking into this young man yes you do <laughs> yes you do they're they're looking
3: into it they leave no stone unturned and they're looking into Ozzy Trapilo they're not going off the rails on the crazy train, brother.
4: 6'8", by the way, 3'11". He was the left tackle there, has a ton of experience, a lot of starts, so maybe a potential target. Guys, though, that are already now in the program, let's get back to talking about that because, again, Dave Biddle and Caleb Blake, you guys were at the the, the opportunity to listen to Caleb Downs, Will Howard, Quinshawn Judkins, Seth McFar- McLaughlin, uh, all these guys coming in. It's, it's a who's who. I mean, it's an incredible list of names that you guys got to talk to yesterday and i want to get from you guys because you talked about caleb downs you t- we talked a little bit about quinshawn let's get back to the quarterback position and will howard and how his first impression was for you guys
3: i was impressed and i'm going to kick it to caleb in a moment to get his thoughts but um i saw some buckeye fans like on Bucknuts, maybe even twitter who hadn- didn't watch the interview but they saw him they were like oh come on he reminds me of kyle mccord he looks you know, this and that. It's just like, just just listen to the interview. Just listen to the interview. And um, Will Howard, to me, comes across like a professional quarterback. And he almost did go pro. He got that invite to the senior bowl he talked about. He said he got feedback that he'd be between a third and sixth round pick. And then he said if Ohio State didn't come after him, that probably would have been his next choice, would have been to go to the draft and be, you know, just roll the dice, be somewhere between a third and a sixth. Um, but he couldn't be happier to be at Ohio state. He just comes across like a grown man and I like the film. Is he going to be like, is he going to set the world on fire? No, but I think he is a very good fit at Ohio state. I think he's going to be the best quarterback in the big 10 this year. He's never had weapons like this around him. I think it was a great get. I love how, how much experience he has and he's, he's been through ups and downs at Kansas state, but I thought, you know, I just could not imagine him handling himself any better than he did yesterday. Caleb, what'd you think?
8: Yeah. I mean, I thought he was great as you know, didn't know much about him during the season because I was, I mean, obviously we're all locked in on the Buckeyes and who's watching Kansas State, <laughs> but no, he, he came off extremely impressive. Um, you know, you could tell that he's an experienced guy. You could tell that he, you know, is ready for this moment, kind of, I guess, And that, you know, he's se- is seizing the opportunity. He talked about like the weapons and kind of building a report with, you know, some of the guys that are already here and the jump that that is like from a place like Kansas State to all this talent now. Like I... I, it He did everything to convince me that he's the guy to get it done.
4: Can I tell you guys, too, what makes me really excited about having Will Howard and Quinshawn Judkins? Ohio State's short yardage situation has been a disaster for the last couple years, right? You know, needing to pick up fourth and one or needing to get, you know, a big third and two or three. It's been... a massive struggle and we know the big body and the ability of will howard to pick things up on the ground and run over people i love that fact and then you also watch quinshawn judkins runs and he is so good after contact i just feel like you know all the issues that ohio state has had in short yardages i think that the will howard quinshawn judkins will go a long way in fixing a lot of those problems
3: yeah, and I like Will Howard as a passer. Like when I've watched him on film, he does a good job. For example, if you're a right-handed quarterback and you're rolling to the left, that's a tough pass to make. And he does a good job with that. So he doesn't have a cannon, but he can make all the throws, in my opinion. But you're right. He's every bit of 6'5", 240. He's a tough runner, a willing runner. Um, you know, doesn't have blazing speed, but has decent speed. Long strider at 6'5". Here's interesting. Like I'm glad he was asked this. Like I was going to ask if somebody else didn't. Like, it's okay, you ran a lot at Kansas State. He was talking about how they had a lot of called QB runs. In fact, he said that we had a ton of called QB runs in the playbook for me at, a, at Kansas State. It was pointed out, okay, well, Ryan Day doesn't really like to do that. Did you guys talk much about that? He's like, yeah, but like, you know, he pushed back a little bit that Ryan Day doesn't like to do that. But here's what I here's here's the the vibe I get. He's not going to be Justin Fields. Not that Fields ran as much as at Ohio State as he's doing with the Bears. We're going to see more of the Q run than we did with, for example, C.J. Stroud and Kyle McCord, though. It's going to be somewhere in between there. And you're right. Great point about short yardage. Will Howard and Quinshawn Judkins are going to be a big boost in the in that department. Well,
4: that's been a massive problem, right? I mean, the fourth yeah. and one, you, you you have not felt confident that they were going to pick it up. Now, hopefully with the Will Howard size and Quinshawn Judkins and how good he is after contact, hopefully that changes. We're going to talk this or that next. This is On The Money.
2: This is Hollywood Casinos on the Money, on the Money, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
6: from ONN. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: You're
2: listening to Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
3: on ONN. Welcome back to the show on the Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas. Caleb Blake. Right about now, it is time for this or that. Hit it, Caleb.
6: All right,
3: first one. Are you guys getting with Purdue or Northwestern? Look at this. <laughs> Going off script Overtime. a little bit. Overtime, Overtime. Purdue at home tied with Northwestern, 87 all. Interesting. I put a little bet on Northwestern plus 14 and a half. Woo! This is, I'm not going to break my own rule though. I'm not going like, to complain that I didn't take the money line. Maybe Purdue will win, but I, I, I think the 14 and a half might. That might cash, Scotty. What do you think?
4: Uh, I think you're safe there, as there's three minutes left in overtime and it's it's tied. But you know, I will say, Dave, I have seen awful beats before where a game goes into overtime, and let's say it's you a have like to a, nothing. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. well, not not necessarily that, but I've seen people who you know basically have a minus six or seven or eight, and then a game goes into overtime, and then it's a double digit win the other way, and you know, it's it's crazy how you think you've got a win, but. But you don't always have a win
3: okay here's my first one my real one all right you guys getting with it's more important to have a really good recruiting class lifeblood of the program as we've said for years that's the most important thing you getting with it's actually more important to hit the transfer portal hard and retain your players which one are you getting with
4: i still think developing the players from the very beginning is the most important but I will tell you, as a fan now, I get more excited about big time transfer portal additions because we've seen what they've done at the at the college level than I do the the recruits. Right? Like, you know, I, I see. Oh, yeah, Ohio State just landed another top fifty recruit. That's that's exciting. I'm, I'm I'm excited about it. But I'm more excited because I have seen these other guys play at other colleges and I've seen them and watched them play more, and so I get more excited for it. But I do think that. Bill Building from high school, building the guys up, that's more important.
3: This is the new normal. Here's here's why I disagree with you. Like you take a guy like Noah Rogers, we can name many others, who like I think are going to be really good college players, but you get them out of high school and then they learn after one year, they didn't play as true freshman, they look at their sophomore, you're probably not gonna play then. They're not trying to look ahead of their junior or senior year. They want to play at the latest as a sophomore. They leave. Okay, and maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, Caleb, and I kick it to you for your thoughts in a second. I'm i I'm getting what it. that's more important to, and I'm, I've, maybe I'm cheating so I'm combining the two, which was the question in itself. I'm combining bringing your guys back, plus landing players in the portal. Now, we've never seen anything like this, but this is the new normal. Is Ohio State always going to have an offseason like this where they bring everybody back who's not like a guaranteed first-round pick and they just nail it in the portal? No, we're not going to see that every year, but I do think now that's more important to retain your players and nail it in the portal, even more important than recruiting high school kids. Caleb?
8: Yeah, I I agree with you, Dave. I'm also on the portal wave. I just feel like this new... The new generation we're in with like the NIL and whatnot, it's like, yeah, a, a guy, especially when we're talking like football, like, you know, you may, it's probably a lot less likely that you're going to see the field, like you said, like in those early years. So like, a, it's way easier for a kid to just say like, all right, I'll go kick it and transfer. But like, there's so many guys that, you know, like, I mean, even here at Ohio State, like we got had plenty of guys that ended up transferring that were probably three, four stars coming in. And it's like, you know, going to go into another program like that is, I think it has a much bigger impact than say, you know, like betting on. A bunch of not like unknowns. I mean, obviously, like there's rankings and whatnot, but I think the transfer portal is just a safer bet.
4: You know, it's an interesting conversation and it almost brings me back to basketball, because if you look at Ohio State basketball, they've had two back to back top 10 recruits uh, recruiting classes, that is. But they have struggled mightily in the transfer portal. They have brought in a lot of guys that have not worked out. (laughs) A couple this year.
3: Battle's been the exception to the rule. He really has. Battle is the exception.
4: But if you go like Ice likely didn't work out. Holden. Yeah, Tanner Holden didn't work out. I mean, Dale (laughs) Bonner has not worked out. I mean, there's there's a long list of guys. Joey Brunk did not work out. There's a lot of guys. So, transfer portal. Don't fake the funk
3: with (laughs) Joey Brunk.
4: (laughs) Uh, Transfer portal in Bass Has not worked out well. So that's that's one thing that's kind of interesting. But my this or that is guys going back to the Super Bowl. And I am specifically looking at MVP. If I offered you this option that the uh, Super Bowl MVP will be a quarterback or will be the field. Which way are you taking it that it'll be a quarterback or it could be any other player that's playing in the in the Super Bowl.
3: I'm getting with it's going to be a quarterback and I I will I will use this caveat like not that like I would necessarily agree with it but like just going by the percentages it's usually a quarterback so I think it'll be a quarterback especially yeah. if the Chiefs win.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Look, I told you earlier since 1998, 16 quarterbacks, 5 wide receivers, 3 linebackers and 1 DB. I will tell you though, Dave, I'm taking the field this year because I look at McCaffrey and Debo, I think the 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl that's my pick and I don't think the Super Bowl MVP is going to be Brock Purdy I think it's going to be somebody else it could even be Bosa yeah I I believe That would be awesome. Yeah, how sweet would that be? But I believe Chase I'm going are? to go no. the field for the MVP instead of the quarterbacks. I'm also going to take the field because
8: I but yeah, Scotty I'm on your brainwave pretty much like I think Niners will win if I had to pick a Super Bowl MVP I would pick CMC um and I as much as I even though I if the Chiefs won, I, I hope this makes sense for you guys. If the Chiefs won, I do think Pat Mahomes would be the Super Bowl MVP, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Travis Kelsey has a good enough game and you know, you're telling me the script wouldn't want to see him and, and Taylor Swift at the end, that storybook moment. I mean I let's <laughs> hope
6: not. <laughs> oh. Oh.
3: All right, up next, we're going to circle back on Ohio State basketball. Assuming this is the final year for Chris Holtman, who do we want to see as Ohio State's next men's basketball coach? That's coming up next on The Money.
2: More of Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
1: Coming up on ONN.
5: Do you have an oak tree in your yard? The Ohio Chapter International Society of Arboriculture is committed to advancing responsible tree care practices while preventing a fungal disease called oak wilt. They remind those who own and manage oak trees the best time to prune is November to early March. To find out more, there are over 1,000 qualified tree experts in Ohio. To find an ISA certified arborist in your area, visit treesforohio.org. That's trees, the number four, ohio.org.
7: Hey, folks,
1: it's game day, and the betting's going to be intense, Drew. You said it, Dave, but a good pregame routine keeps betting responsible. That's right. you got to pause before you play. Good call. Sports betting is hot, but it can be risky. And pausing to set limits is an all-star move. That's right, Dave. If you bet on sports, pause before you play. To set limits, recognize the risk, and know when to stop.
5: Learn more at pausebeforeyouplay.org.
0: thought about having a podiatric physician examine your feet? Doctors of podiatric medicine set broken bones, perform wound care, and remove bunions. Common health issues that they treat include ingrown or fungal nails, horns, warts, and skin problems like athlete's foot. Foot exams are easy and can prevent many foot problems. If you can't walk, work, or enjoy sports activities without pain, what are you waiting for? To find a podiatric physician who is a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association, visit associationsadvanceohio.com.
7: Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000. 614-470-2000 614-470-2000 Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great! I'll buy it! Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000 614-470-2000 Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great! I'll buy it! I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios, i.e. Eat- even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call Turbo Track Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614 470 614 470 The ONN Daily Podcast.
1: Get a recap of all the day's news from across the state. ONN Affiliate WBNS-TV
4: in Columbus has more. Haley
0: Kirby reporting in downtown Toledo. From
4: the Statehouse, Kevin Landers.
0: ONN
6: Canton. ONN Affiliate WKYC-TV in Cleveland Explain. In
1: Marietta, Brett Wharf, ONN News. Emma
6: Henderson, in Genoa.
1: The ONN Daily Podcast. Listen at ONNradio.com or wherever you download your favorite podcast from the Ohio News Network. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to Hollywood Casinos on the money. On
2: the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling from ONN.
3: Welcome back to On The Money. All right, Scotty. Let's say this is Chris Holtman's final year at the helm for Ohio State. Let's say
4: it, please. Let's say it
3: loud. Doesn't seem like too much of a long shot. Um... Who do you want to see replace him?
4: So here's a couple names that I don't think that are on anybody's radar right now. Because there's a lot of people that are thinking Chris Beard and Chaka Smart and uh, some of the other, you know, I've heard Bruce Pearl and people throwing out Jay Wright. You know, those are pie in the sky names, but people are throwing them out. But I got two names that I came across today that I was very interested. One is Lamont Paris. He's the head coach at South Carolina. They're 18 and three this year. This is a guy who played at. Wooster, has Ohio ties. He's done very, very well at South Carolina in his second year, and he has done very well at Chattanooga. Previously took him to the tournament in twenty. 20- 22. That's a name. The other name I'm going to throw out is a pride of Dublin, Ohio, Chris Quinn. He Ooh. is the uh, assistant coach with the Miami Heat. Ooh, and I, I think like it. he would be a Grand Slam home run Ooh. hire. He has coached under Eric spolster in the NBA for about a decade. He played college ball at, at Notre Dame, but he's from Dublin. Gosh, he's 40 years old. Man, as far as all candidates that I've seen, that's a name I have not heard heard before but i would love love if he's on the radar uh come uh, march
3: i would love that too i mean columbus guy i know he went to notre dame but um columbus guy and to work under spolstra for that long yeah. spolstra is as good as they come
4: only 40 years old too. a young coach i like that there's has a has lot it, to like has about a pretty
3: him. cool father
4: yep has a great father yeah <laughs> great in the community another uh, another chris quinn there you go. Is, is,
3: is he Chris Quinn Jr. or is it just, uh, maybe they have a different middle name, but no, uh, I would like that. I had not even thought about that, Scotty. Yeah. I like that. Now, Chris Beard is a guy that's, it's on my list. Um, I like Jerome Tang from Kansas State, stealing that from Colin Berenger. He's, uh, he put that on Twitter, but, um, Chris Beard was probably be number one on my list, but I like your list.
4: Yeah, I again, these are candidates that I don't think anybody is necessarily talking about and then a couple other names that are, are out there Pat Kelsey is a guy that's hot as far as the, the mid majors making that jump up. He's the coach of Charleston has done great things there. I will tell you my my initial when I was first thinking about, about this about a week or two ago was Shaka Smart and I know he failed at Texas didn't have a good run there, but he was very successful at T and he's got Marquette humming. So there's a lot to like about Shaka Smart. I think he will be one of the names that people are interested in. And again, he's a guy who played college ball in Ohio as well. So I like those Ohio ties. That's kind of, kind of why I'm throwing out Chris Quinn and uh, Lamont Paris as two names to keep an eye on.
3: So if we're doing the Scotty Vegas sports book, which we've dreamed of, yep. we're setting the odds. Chris Holtman will return next year. Chris Holtman will not return. What are the odds, Scotty?
4: I I would say probably like 3-1 to that he is going to be gone. What what do you think, Caleb? No shot. I'm sorry. Minus 300 that he will be gone. Caleb's going no shot. Um, No, no, there aren't odds. There aren't odds. OTB
3: is what he's doing. Going OTB. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. This has been On The Money. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Scotty Vegas and Caleb Blake. Appreciate you guys joining us. This has
5: been On The Money. Broadcasting
2: from the
1: Lindsay Honda Studios.
2: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
5: WPNSFM HD1 Columbus. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call.